Welcome to this episode of Grazia Life Advice. I'm Rhiannon Evans and this time we're with a designer and great British sewing bee judge. Hello everyone, my name's Esme Young and when I look back on my life I have had an amazing time. So I am this week's guest on the Life Advice podcast for Grazia. We chat about being scouted for sewing bee. They asked me for a CV. I have never, ever, ever (laughs) had a CV in all my life. I tried to get Esme to name drop some of the celebs she's worked with and she tells us her only regret. I did some work for Cher. About a year later, her assistant rang me up. She was in London again, Cher. And she said, would I make something for Cher? And we hear how her jumble shop fashion finds sometimes cramped her mum's sense of style. She would go, get it off, it's horrible, it's terrible. <laughs> and I thought, up yours, Dolores, I'm going to wear what I want. All of that, plus creative collaborations, squatting and lockdown walks. Esme was such a pleasure to talk to and I really hope you enjoy the episode. Hi Esme, how are you today? Oh, I'm... Fine, and I'm quite excited about doing this podcast. Podcasts are really new things for me. Yeah. And technically, I'm not really up to it. (laughs) And we're here. And I'm so excited to have you on. I'm a bit of a fan of yours, Esme. I'm a huge fan of uh, The Sewing Bee. Oh, are you? Yeah, I absolutely love it. And I'm sure everyone listening will just... I know you've said previously that... You kind of get lots of positive reactions when you're going down the street. Everyone loves the show, right? Oh, yes. It's amazing, the positive Mm. reaction. Do you sew? Um, No, I I started uh, trying to sew like a Gruffalo onto one of my son's cushions about a year ago, and it's still not finished. (laughs) Get sewing. I will. I will. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this looks good. Yeah. Yes, it's really good for your mental health sewing. Well, anything creative is, and things you do with your hands, solving problems, making things, achieving things. It's great, I personally think. Well, absolutely. And you've obviously created a whole life and a whole career through your creativity. I wanted to talk to you briefly because you have a book out already and it's coming out in paperback. It's behind the seams. It's your autobiography. So it's your story of life and it's your life in creativity, right? Yeah, it is. And as a child, I was partially deaf. So in a way, the way I communicated was through creating things or I was in my own little world. I can remember walking back with my mum from school when I was really little and making a house out of grass for fairies. Wow. And just always, you just would always like that. You don't know where it came from. My dad was quite creative. He Mm. used to write poems and things. But I do think it was a way for me to communicate or Mm. make my world exciting. Yeah. And in turn, you made the rest of the world exciting. You obviously (laughs) ran your own fashion business for years, didn't you? And then you went on to make all these fantastic costumes that people will know so well from pop culture. I started with three other women this fashion company called Swanky Modes. Mm. And that's that was really unusual 
for for women. Yeah. There were no men involved in in swanky modes. Yeah. And it was a collaboration. It really was. We all learned from each other. And I'd studied graphics, even though I was very into making clothes and fashion. Mm -hmm. So I'd studied graphics and I met somebody at St. Martin's called Willie Walters, who was doing a fashion course. And I had no idea that you could do a fashion course. Mm. No idea. And when we left, we decided to open a shop called Swanky Modes because there was nothing we wanted to buy in shops. We wanted, you know, we wanted to create our own clothes and sell. Willie got a friend of hers who she went to school with called Melanie Haberfield. And then there was there was Judy Dewsbury who joined us. And she'd been to the Royal College. And I was cutting some that's how I learned to punk cut from her. And I was cutting things and putting stuff on the stand and all that. And she went, no, you can't do that. And I went, why? And she went, very good point. (laughs) A very good point. Of course you can. Experiment. Mm. And so that was very important time in my life. And through Swanky Modes, we had various people working for us who became costume designers and things. And that's how I got into films Mm. and ads. I did, actually, when I was still at Swanky Modes, I did stuff for ads. Somebody come in called Annabelle Hoden off the street and asked (laughs) us to make stuff, and Mm. I made it. Then I got into films, and I worked on so many films, I can't remember. Tell you the truth. <laughs> I can remind you, people will know you made the famous Bridget Jones outfit, the bunny outfit, yes. didn't you? Yes. Um, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, uh, yes. The dress, the red dress. People the amorphous know. dress, That's which is it. in the VA. I mean, how amazing to be in the VA. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. Really incredible. Yeah. We've also got a dress in the Museum of London. Okay. That Grace Jones was photographed in in the Sunday Times. Wow. Um, she loved the dress. It was called the padlock dress. Me talking about collaboration. At that time in London, there was a big creative community. Collaboration was really important. And I feel sorry for young people mm. at the moment. Of course, young people will find a way. They always do. But London was so ice squatted. You know, it was possible to live in London and be creative, have workshops and shops. Mm. Anyway. No, I love that. And that's your first piece of advice is that collaboration is key. And I think it's it just seems like such a different world back then. I mean, but do you still collaborate a lot now in your current in your current career? Yes, I work still work on films and I only ever work on films with friends okay so then I started working at St Martin's Central St Martin's and I worked on the MA with a student called Ashish and I'm he's got a fashion label and I'm still working with him 
worked for him for 20 years. Wow. So we have a collaboration. And then, of course, at college, there's a collaboration there. You're enabling mm. the students and also the teachers are helping each other as we help the students. Yeah. Yeah. And you're still at Central St. Martins, aren't you? Yes, I yeah. am. Fantastic. Your second piece of advice is to ask for help when you need it. I think that is sometimes so hard to do, but can you tell me when in your life have you done that and why do you think it's important? One thing I think is really important is to have a group of people who bring something different to the table. Mm. So, like I was saying, Swanky Modes, oh, I didn't know how to do this. How do I do it? I'm hopeless with computers. All of my family I've asked help for, mm. had discussions with. I think it's really important. And you're not being negative about yourself. Mm. That's what I feel. It doesn't feel negative to me. You need to be open to yeah. what other people have to say and what other people do. Yeah. And it's about accepting that you can't do everything as well, isn't it? And that some people are better at some things than others. Yes. And that's in everyone's life. Mm. Some people are really good at some things and other people are good, really good at other things. So yeah. get them on board. Yeah. And all work together, as you said. Yeah. 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 Really important for me. Yeah. Your third piece of good advice is to appreciate what you've got. Is that something you always try and live by? Yes. Things for me have never been to do about money and stuff. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you need money, but there are all sorts of things in my life. I live in social housing. I was made homeless. Not that I was living on the street or anything. Yeah. My friends put me up, but I applied to Peabody mm -hmm. and, oh, know, yeah. and got a flat. I've lived here for 40 years now. Wow. You know, so I really appreciate it. Mm. I really appreciate how my friends support me. And it's never, ever been to do about money. It's yeah. always been to do about creativity and having fun yeah fantastic I mean when you sometimes when you found yourself in those situations of being homeless did you ever think do you know what <laughs> maybe I should have gone you know down a different path or have you just always just been like have you always had that feeling that it doesn't really matter yes I yeah, have just really but something. I've always like me talking about collaboration mm. I've always been part of a big group you know I've got yeah. four siblings I've got all my friends from Swanky Mayors. I've got friends from college. I've got friends, costume designers, and they're all really supportive. Mm. And I'm supportive of them. I've always found ways that people have helped me to find ways. Yeah, I guess it's about having riches in different aspects of your life, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm. You should see my flat. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely full of stuff yeah I've collected over the years what Did kind of imagine yeah what kind of stuff have we got in well there? I've got masks that I bought in Mexico yeah. yeah wow on the wall I've got embroideries ceramics oh I've got skulls 
I collect skulls. I collect bones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, all sorts. My shelves are absolutely rammed. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. We'll be back with more from Esme in her home after this. Right. I'm still here with Esme. Your fourth piece of advice is to go for it. So, I mean, I mean, it sounds self-explanatory, but I mean, it's not always easy, is it? Sometimes you want to just sit back and not go for it. In my whole life, I've gone for it. I've been offered various things to do. Mm. And I think, yeah, why not? Because in a way, if if it doesn't work out, mm. it doesn't work out. But if it works out, it's great. Mm. And in fact, I don't think anything I've ever said I do has not worked out. Actually, mm. there is one thing okay. I really, really regret. I did some work for Cher. She was in London making wow. a record and I did some work for her. She's a really, really nice woman. Yeah. And about a year later, her assistant rang me up. She was in London again, Cher. And she said, would I make something for Cher? And I went, oh, I'm too busy. <laughs> it was my birthday as well. And I, I didn't say that. I said, I'm, oh, I'm too busy and blah, blah. Mm. And I thought afterwards, I thought, for God's sake, <laughs> how, how, how on earth did I say that? Yeah. No, that's the only thing I've ever said no to. Was it a good I, birthday party? Was oh, it worth it? Really fun. There you it go. It was really fun with Bye. all my family and yeah. stuff. Maybe it was worth it then. You don't know. It might have been a bit of a nightmare project. Maybe you made the right call. Yeah. Who knows? I'll never know. Will no. I? Yeah. Yeah. But yes, but you know, all the things I've been offered to do, like working on films. Oh, and of course, the Great British Saint Bee. Yeah. And that, they asked me for a CV. I have never, ever, ever <laughs> had a CV in all my life. And they made you do one, or did you refuse? Well, no, I got my brother to do it <laughs> on his computer. Well, he printed it out, but. He'd done loads of CVs. He knew right. how they worked. He did one for me, which was Fantastic. brilliant. Yeah. Really brilliant. I love that they asked you for a CV. You should have been, did you never never want to say that? Don't you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you wouldn't do that. You don't strike no. me as that type of person. No, no. <laughs> Why should they know who yeah. I am? Do you know how I got on the same brie? No, is- no. This is quite a funny little story. And this is how quite often I get work. I Mm -hmm. get people. So I was at my friend's 50th birthday party. I was speaking to this woman. So I said, oh, well, I teach at St. Martin's, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what do you do? And she said, oh, I'm working. I'm a producer on a programme that's on the telly about sewing. And I went, oh, really? Like that. And she said, would you be interested? And I went, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then she said, oh, well, we've got somebody. So I said, whatever. Mm. Three years (laughs) later, they got in touch with me. Wow. And I think 17 people auditioned, and I got it. (laughs) Amazing. And she'd obviously remembered you all that time as well. Yes. I mean... 
that's what mm. I mean. You just don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. And um, we love watching you on that show. You seem to just have such a good relationship with Patrick and, of course, Joe and now Sarah. Is it really, really fun? It looks so fun. Oh, it is really fun. And, you know, we're all a community. Right. That's how I feel about it. And it's the producers, the sound people, you know, the lighting, the cameramen, mm. the contestants. It honestly feels like we're a community and we're all really positive mm. to each other absolutely I think that community feel really comes through the screen it almost feels like a hug that show it's brilliant oh thank you we all get on really yes. well together which is yeah. great I mean imagine if I was stamping my foot and going no <laughs> not like that yeah not you <laughs> <laughs> yeah not you yeah your um fifth piece of advice is that you're never too old why did you think it was important to say that well look at what's happened to me mm. at the age of 69 or something 68 I can't remember quite and now I'm 72 and I've got a book that's come out I mean I would never ever ever imagined mm. that would happen yeah I mean that's mind-boggling <laughs> honestly you're never ever too old to do anything and I've been on these quiz shows on the telly that I'm absolutely hopeless at <laughs> but it's fun I make yeah. jokes and things yeah yeah well actually on the wheel I won the wheel god I love the wheel that is such oh, a you? great show yeah 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 it was that's fun. just something it about it perfect Saturday night tv isn't it as well well I don't have a telly don't you? No, I haven't had a telly since the 70s, about 76. Because what would happen is I'd work quite late yeah, and I'd get home and I'd sit, sit in front of the telly watching snooker mostly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> and then I'd think, I'm, I'm, why am I doing this? Yeah. You know, read books, do drawing, you know, do other stuff. So I've never had a telly since then. But of course, now we've got iPlayer mm. and I've got a computer. Fine. So you do what do you watch so and be back? Do you watch it? No. I, no. Don't. <laughs> I don't watch myself on telly at all. Really? What no. do you like to watch though? I love dramas and murders. Mm. Murder mm. dramas. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah, oh, yeah. and music. You know, I've been my whole life friends with various musicians. And it's like me saying earlier when we did our shows, there were all sorts of musicians involved. Mm. And that was another thing in London at that time. Artists, musicians, designers, graphic designers, models, singers, you know. Yeah. We were all a little community, which was great. I want you to drop some names. You're too modest. Who who was hanging around? I'm not dropping any names. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they love you, probably. <laughs> I know I did drop David Bowie's name. Oh, wow. But I'd completely forgotten how I'd met him. I just remembered it popped into my head. Yeah. And, yeah, I'd sat on the window ledge with David Bowie. But he's yeah. probably... 
the most famous musician? We've had we've we've had David Bowie and Cher, so I think I think we've done quite well. Oh yes, you there. yes. <laughs> oh god, you see, I'd forgotten I'd mentioned Cher. <laughs> right. Your final piece of good advice is to look on the bright side. And having spoken to you today, I can imagine that. Are you are you always of a cheery disposition or do you have to work on it? I'm like I said earlier, go for it. Mm. I'm positive about things. So look at the bright side. Don't look. Mm. I know it's hard for people yeah. to do that, if, mm. particularly actually with COVID. You know, when COVID first started, I live mm. on my own. Right. And I thought, great, I'm going to sort out my flat. And da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, we thought we had maybe had like a month off, didn't we? We were like, well, this will yeah. be all right. Mm. Yeah. And then I realised, gradually, I realised I'm a very social person. And though I like being on my own, I also very much like interacting with people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I looked on the bright side there. I did amazing walks and things. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really being positive. You know, when you walk in London, you know, I walk from my flat to my workshop or I work, walk from my flat to St. Martin's. But you go from A to B and you don't wander around. Mm. In COVID, I wandered around and I came across things that I didn't know existed, which was great. Yeah, making the best of it. Yeah, definitely. All right, Esme, we always like to finish on someone telling us some, some terrible advice that people have told them and they've kind of chosen to ignore. So tell me yours, please. <laughs> well... My mother, who was into fashion, and she did introduce me and my sister to Bieber. But when I got to about 14, I think, I started going to jumble sales and buying second-hand clothes. In fact, I've got this fantastic patchwork dressing gown, child's patchwork dressing gown that I wore a lot. And she would not walk down the street with me. She would go, get it off. It's horrible. It's terrible. And I thought, up yours to yours. I'm going to wear what I want. And I think. Yeah, served you well. It really did serve me well. And I yeah. think about my life. It served me really well. I won't be completely negative about my mum. No. She was really funny. And she had a really interesting view on life, other than about how I looked. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, Esme. I think we've got about 25 pieces of advice out of you, not six. So I really appreciate that. I've loved talking to you. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for another cracking episode of Grazia Life Advice. I absolutely loved Esme. If you know someone whose parents hated their clothes, please share and recommend the episode. Or if one of your friends already wise enough, just leave us that five-star review wherever you listen. Take care and bye for now. <laughs>